In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Search goes on in San Francisco for the man known as the Zodiac Killer. In New York, the search continues for the 44 caliber killer. See if you can explain to me why I would want to be a Scientologist. Betches Media presents... Tell me we have a lead. Stone Cold, no. It was literally like the Hunger Games. Not another true crime podcast. What can I say? Tough titties. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode, not another true crime podcast, here with your favorite podcast hosts. Woo! Yeah. That's us, right? That's yeah. Me. I hope <laughs> no, it's sorry. Other people. What? I was like, do we have guest a guest host? host? <laughs> <laughs> what if Sarah was like, hey guys, you actually have to go. We need yeah, you. Yeah, you're fired yeah. live on yeah. there. Actually, this live. This isn't live. No, we pre-tape. But you know what I mean. Yes. We know That's what you mean. That's so funny. Um, Danny, well, okay, so oh. we all went out. We did. With our favorite person ever rachel deloach williams uh, I, you remember her from uh the anna delvey episode she wrote mm-hmm. the amazing book my friend anna mm-hmm. truly re- if you read it like it's so well done and such I an know. interesting story she yeah. literally wrote the book on anna delvey and every question you have about her like she answers yeah and she's so sweet too. yeah she's, she's so, so nice gorgeous nice. skin you know like made me drink tequila on the rocks because i wanted to like impress her even though she's we're already person. friends i she's know good person. she's a good yeah. person and she listens to so hi rachel hi, she rachel. listens is she listens to She this. listens is Hi, still, Rachel. The tequila was strong. You're probably still feeling <laughs> from, it from, from, from two days from ago. a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah I was um, like, I'm just going to have a wine. And nope. Uh, yeah, no. we did not. And then also, so Sarah had to leave because she was being an adult. Yeah. But then me and Casey, and uh, we were we were like, Rachel, we'll show you the east side of New York. <laughs> and we talked up uh, this place, Club Coming. We went to Club Coming. And um, Casey was Which like, Which is oh, an my- amazing little uh, gay bar haunted house. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. It's truly a haunted house. And oh. I will- They've had the smoke machine going. Even if nothing else is happening, the smoke and machine not- will yeah. be going. For some reason, I thought it was a comedy club because I feel like you're always doing shows they there. They do a lot of shows there. They okay, also but do like Monday nights they do like an kind of like a, a sing-along party they do they do okay. one person, just like you can basically call like variety, and, and yeah, yeah variety it, stuff it's like cabaret ish yeah. yeah that's fun but and this night they yeah. happen to just not have a show it Wait, was, tell, it, tell it was us like what dinner happened and a show. when you walked yeah. in yeah. <laughs> yeah so we walk in after telling rachel like this is a place like you know it's like it's there could be a drag queen singing it. judy garland we love yeah, it it's, we it's don't so know. fun we walk in seven cops from staten island there was just an armed robbery full on like cops and so i know one of the guys my friend paul works there so I oh, come in and he's like, like he's like you just missed it and I was like what <laughs> happened he's like there was a full he's like well something happened in the bathroom we don't know what happened there like two people went in and 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 somebody we don't know what happened there but there was literally an armed robbery right outside oh so my apparently God. there was yeah this literary event so it was this uh, man who was kind of I guess well known well yeah, yeah the, he's like a storyteller allegedly yeah like moth like yeah. if you guys know moth storytelling and he's like a re- repeat winner of that and kind of known in and that they world. said that he's written a couple things that have been like downtown New York theater which is mm-hmm. also like its own little scene and stuff yeah. like that but so he, I, apparently somebody just walked into the bar 
did like a couple laps and then followed this guy outside and robbed him. Uh, and it oh. happened like mere M- minutes. minutes. Oh my God, wait, poor guy. Also, I thought poor you guy. meant that there oh, was yeah. like a stick up at the bar like with a bunch of guys with guns oh. and they're like, give us the money, no. open the cash register. And that's what oh, they just like mugged this mm-hmm. poor man? And it's yeah. so interesting oh, too. He's like 80 years old. Th- oh, I know. So mean. So we fed him Pinot Noir. Well, like, so, truly yeah, so we walk in and this guy, these people are just filling out cop reports with glasses of wine and Danny's like, I mean, I love this. <laughs> Danny was like, like, like I mean, can we take pictures? And Rachel's like, should I get out my professional camera? We almost, we're like, I don't know what the plan we is. We almost here. had a new logo for this podcast because uh, I thought been, it'd be so yeah, cool. Yeah, police report with like a wine stain. A wine on stain. It. Yeah, oh, and then I was like, good. would I end up being arrested for because like it had his like social security number on it? Yeah, and information. yeah, probably. We oh, black yeah. it out. Oh, yeah. yeah, we don't even know what to do with the social security number. Like, yeah, yeah it'd be fine. But then we just kept buying this guy wine, and then the manager Paul was also pouring him wine. So I mean, I think they had. I think at one point they had like six different cups on their table <laughs> and I, I think the they were like supper. we've got to just go but they were we oh were like well, we do a true crime podcast and they're like no way yeah. and we were just talking <laughs> and, and we told them to listen to it should we get all the Staten Island cops on the episode but I we could love, yeah. but, it, but they had it was a full blown like they had the coat cop they yeah. had the guy like the detective with just like the long brown coat on that just was like you guys are okay he like, had it a was long so brown coat he had a long brown coat did he have like quippy one liners it would just be like we got the video footage in the front we're gonna take a lap around he had his hair slicked back he had the slicked back hair. Oh, he had my the God. long brown coat. And then there was all these cops that were running around. But it was like, how do we, like, it's just this guy was like doing laps. Like, I'm just saying we could have, I don't know. Oh well, and that's maybe we could have crime stuff. Maybe, maybe we could have stopped the we crime stopped. and then we'd have to change the Facebook. Well, crime stoppers thing then. too, because the way it happened, they were saying to Edgar, I feel like it could have been a thing where, it, I mean, like, it could happen to so many people, but what the person went up to him just like, hey, so nice to see you again. And it was kind of the situation, you know, when you yeah. feel like you forgot, you uh, know, someone uh, and they already know your name. So yeah. you pretend to know them. Well, yeah. It was kind of like that. So he was like, hey, uh, uh. And then he robbed the guy. Him. What so, the fuck? Because they were saying that like, he's kind of well known in, in New York, like the theater yeah. world. And they had just had this literary event. And so it, it very well could have been somebody that knows him, but then just, and this poor guy was just so old. So, and then we just uh, got him so like, drunk. I know. You, we got him <laughs> annihilated. He had a purple mouth you when just we left. made his money back that he lost in wine. So Honestly. it's all good. Absolutely. And it's almost like, yeah, it, but they were so sweet. And I, But we missed the bathroom event. We, we, we missed, missed the robbery. bathroom event but Shit. we did see um <laughs> kind of like the romeo and juliet oh, of the bar there was oh this my couple God. like truly so the bar was eight people and four there of them were cops and the restaurant <laughs> so then there was just well, there was four that, of them were you guys yeah. and then the one Edgar, Edgar then there was then. the champagne crew yeah, this crew so, that was just purely drinking champagne so there, were, there were people bar. who were like I'm just gonna drink through this robbery mm-hmm. oh yeah oh All right. no no yeah. I mean they, the people that got robbed were drinking through the robbery yeah. okay, everyone, anyway. everyone was yeah, yeah. tying one on Every, but there yeah. was this couple that was truly through all this and music wasn't really playing that loud they were no. like dancing, grinding, making out, and then 15 oh minutes God. later, you just oh, hear, yeah. you slept with that bitch. And like, <gasps> it was. Are you serious? Because that was the thing, because it was a My Sunday God. night, and I was like a little tired. And then when I walked in there, I was like, I've never felt more alive. Like, <laughs> it was kind of like the endorphin rush. I was like, these oh are all God. the things that are firing off for me that I need to see. This yes, we love Club Coming. But the it, best it, thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, yeah. But this couple was so funny because I was then telling, okay, my friend, I was like, so this couple, I was like, are you listening to them? Because now they're yelling at it. He goes, oh my God, five minutes ago, it was literally like, you're my best friend. You're the best person <laughs> I ever met. You're my bestie. I love you so much. And now it was like, you slept with that bitch. And then the girl, and then she hit the ground. Yeah. She, she like said drop. that and oh. she did she fully did a drop and she was like squatting. Was black and swan. Yeah. Squatting <laughs> squatting. I keep <laughs> squatting. She's squatty potty. Squatting and crying. And it was 
and then blink, oh and then blink, and they were gone. And I was yeah. like, were they here at all? Like, I got, I, you know. I truly, oh that my was, God. was anything A New real. York mirage. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it was so a New York fun. mirage. Yeah, and then their friend was just going around hugging everyone. Hugging oh everybody. Yeah. It was a very mo- uh, Sunday night Molly yeah. sesh, we think, possibly. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, uh, yeah. Been. You know how Sundays get away from you sometimes? Because you, you start, start with a mirage. Sure, no. Sarah knows. Sarah came to meet us two drinks in. Yeah, At 7 p.m. I know. Well, that was also why I was like, let me just chill and not be ordering tequila on the rocks because yeah. I don't want this shit to turn into like a true Sunday fun day. <laughs> it gets there. I yeah. love the Sunday fun. Like I used, I, I, mean, I love I, it, but it fucks up my life. Like it fucks up your everything. week. Monday you're, you're hungover. Really, well, also like, like you fuck. fall asleep, and sometimes I'll wake up. Like I'll fall asleep during the day, and I would wake up at 10 p.m. being like, "Oh, am I? Is this a work day?" And then it's still that night, and you're <laughs> and like, you're "What like, fuck? am I doing?" And you feel yeah. like you're like, "How do I feel hungoverish when the sun is down?" It gets very insane. Yeah, it's it like a lot. It does. It when I lived in uh, when I was in Hawaii, because everything was so much earlier, we would wake up for Sunday football, and the games were at like 7 a.m. And Ugh. we'd be like, "I guess Jaeger bombs." Uh, yeah. I mean, I was also like 25. <laughs> I guess, but I guess it was like, yeah, by like noon, I'd be like, "All right, see you guys tomorrow. Bye." <laughs> I like had to call it a day. Oh you know? my god, yeah. Good times. I wish I could bounce back. No, uh, if I had a superhero power. It'd be to bounce back Hangovers. from alcohol. Yeah. It'd be to not feel like Would I want to cry. Would you rather never get hungover or eat whatever you want and not gain weight? Uh, oh, I'd eat whatever shit. I want. Hangover. For sure. I would eat. Because like, oh, if I'm eating so much, I won't get hungover because then <laughs> it would counteract. Yes. And you know what I mean? And then like, I would rather be able to like fit into like the Zara pants I like than like, I'll take an Advil. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, you know what? I would say hangovers because I truly... I like to go out and have a good time, but I, I hate losing that next day. Yeah, Sam. You know what I mean? I would do the hangovers. I do start, I've started using this stuff. This is not sponsored, but like Ooh. I literally want everyone to know. The there hydration these, stuff? My hangover patches. Everyone thinks I'm wearing a nicotine patch at the bar and I'm like, no. And also I'm like, it's not my birth control. Backstory. They're called rally patch. And basically it's like a shit ton. I know, right? It's amazing. <laughs> of but course. it's basically like a shit ton of vitamin B in a patch that you just put on like before you start drinking. And I swear this shit works. Like you what? do not get a hangover. Really? And you just keep it on for like, honestly, as long as you can until it falls uh, off because it's just a shit ton of vitamin like, I don't, I don't know. know how patches work um, like that. Amazon <laughs> do you know what I mean like how does it go from this like osmosis the, I don't like know. my acne prone skin to my like soul to cure my hangover like I don't know how that <laughs> yeah works. you know I don't question the yeah. science but like it but works she's like, but, it but I'll makes tell you if they want to sponsor this I'll learn but I, I know <laughs> right do you, think, learn. do you think any of it's like so, like that thing where you're like I have my patch on I feel better like, oh, I, 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 like, no. do you know, like it's one of those things where when you're on a boat and you feel seasick when people are seasick on but sometimes they just give them a bracelet that's literally just made of paper but they tell them it's no way. something really? and people are like thank you so much honestly I wish I could like <laughs> placebo <laughs> my way out of hangovers no, but, it but really I can't it really yeah. does work love it like there's been times when I've been like near blackout and then I always know I'm gonna be like completely shot the next day and like I felt not like amazing but not hungover just like really tired from when you only hmm. sleep five hours because you're like wasted Cause amazing. and also the yeah. five hours is like 2.5 hours cause yeah literally because you're like yeah. wasted and you're like having weird yeah, days and for two hours your body's still just processing yeah. Yeah. The, your body's like oh, bitch, i'm working overtime to make sure you're alive all the yeah. poison yeah right in them hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
Yeah, I don't um, know what kind of segue this <laughs> is about no to be. Segue, so we're uh, doing a murder from the 80s. The I know. 80s. Oh. And this was a... Uh, some people uh, recommended this, but I feel like a lot of people don't know the full story of this one. I didn't, I really didn't know, know anything about it at all. So, you know, we give you our fun interviews. We give you our silly updates. Yeah. But yeah, we'll... We'll, we'll give you some gun violence. We'll give you yeah. some attack. Yeah. We're going to go into some full-blown American love story turned grilled Tomato soup and grilled cheese sandwich murder. This is. This yeah. is chicken what? soup for the murderer's yeah. soul. This so, is a... All uh, American murder. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, in what way? All right. I hear you. <laughs> it's left. American cheese. Yeah. Yeah. On a donut. <laughs> a donut. On a day old donut. And it's delicious. Yeah. We're going to be talking about Pamela Smart and the murder of Gregory Smart. He spells it with two G's, which is annoying. I, I would have killed That's him That's a red flag. Right, I just wouldn't have I'd have been like, get rid of a G or it's your life. No. Yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> All right, fine. Um, which probably is exactly what went down. Um, <laughs> That's the reasoning. <laughs> Pamela Smart, born Pamela Wojcic. Did I fuck that up already? I don't know. We're she in between had, we're Wojas in and Wojas. Wojas. I don't think it's Wojas. I don't think it's Wojas. Like not yeah, I think it's like Wojas. spelled W-O-J-A-S. And like so, she's from New Hampshire, so I'm assuming it's like a Wojas, like galoshes, you know what I mean? Like oh, Wojas. Yeah. Like it almost sounds like a half of like a, a Polish last name, like Wojeski or something. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. They I mean? just like yeah. chopped it off at Ellis Island and they're like, that actually there you go. Makes a lot of yes. Sense, yeah. Made mm-hmm. it like even more difficult to pronounce in the mm-hmm. process. Okay. So anyway, she met Gregory with two G's in the middle in 1986 at a New Year's Eve party. As you do. I love. They formed a serious relationship pretty quick he moved to Florida with her while she finished her degree at Florida State and um, they got married in 1989 I also heard on like I think I was listening to Generation Y podcast that she was like super smart like a super and like on track to become like a like a Diane Sawyer-ish type like she really that was like her goal in life too yeah so she wanted to do that but then I think after she graduated she just like couldn't find jobs Mm -hmm. in broadcasting so instead like didn't pay they didn't pay yeah for, yeah so instead she became a media services director um and she was responsible for writing these like feel good kind of fluff pieces and managing a video library for schools in the south in southeastern new hampshire she also which like, i think plays into like a common misconception that oh, was yeah. reported that she was a school teacher but mm-hmm. no she just kind of worked tangentially for a school yeah i was gonna say she also worked for like some heavy metal um she worked yeah. for like this radio station where she was then because um, I think yeah she had this love of heavy metal which also she shared yeah with she was like obsessed yeah. with yeah. Van Halen yeah. and she named her dog Halen yeah. and she had like, like all name. this shit too like I don't know she yeah, liked Greg because initially he had like this long hair the rocker look totally uh, and then he cut it all off and became an insurance agent and she was like fuck this guy it's truly that song 1985 Bowling for Soup oh my god it was about Pamela stream it I don't remember the murder first but maybe they cut it out for the radio it was the remix with Trace songs yeah. <laughs> so she was a bit rock and roll this pamela smart yeah. she was um so she marries greg um i would say everything was good but it like wasn't i think even before he admitted that he had a one night stand she was kind of like pissed that he went kind of straight laced you know mm-hmm. i think it's fair i think it's important to say also that they were like 21 and 22 when so they got married. Or, no, or they were maybe yeah. 20 and 21 when they got married because she was only 22 at the time of the murder yeah, so they I, were like children yeah, yeah they were babies it was a thing too where it, the job that she got her mom recommend like told her like just come move back and get this job and like settle down so i feel like it was a thing she's like i guess this makes sense financially because i yeah, have but to. i don't think she really like she wanted did, to yeah, settle exactly. down but yeah she told i think the Washington Post or she told people that Greg admitted to having a one night stand. Mm-hmm. You can believe that or not. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I do. That's, yeah, I feel like I yeah, do. a lot of the I information do. we got for this is from 
a Washington Post interview that she gave over like a course of a few months and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So some of it could be on her side, but but they, she's doing the interview because she wants to get out. She of, wants to get out of jail. <laughs> so I'm like taking everything with a pretty big salt, grain of salt. Right, lime on the side, um, tequila on the rocks. And mm-hmm. even if Greg did have a one night stand, it doesn't <laughs> excuse what she did even before the murder. Mm-hmm. So at at this time, she was serving as like she did this school self esteem project at high school at. Wouldn't it cut it high? Wow, there that sounds go. like a fake TV show. Wouldn't high school. Wouldn't it cut it? Oh, wanna cut it. It's great. Um, she meets literally just a bunch of kids. Um, one of them She's is like their mentor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One is this girl Cecilia Pierce, who's a sophomore when she's like what twenty, and yeah. then the other one is Billy Flynn, who like becomes her lover. I love that. And these are like 15, 16 year old kids. Yeah. I love that his name is Billy Flynn. I know. Reach for the gum, the gum, the gum, the gum. Reach for the gum, the gum, the gum. For the gum. You know, that's the name in Chicago. I do know that. Not the guilty. Cicero. Any Chicago fans out there? Hey, how are you? Honestly, I know the whole soundtrack because my one of my camp counselors would play it all the time. But I've never. From the movie or from like. That's I one, don't remember That's one of the ones You need the movie soundtrack I loved the movie soundtrack yeah, The movie, the movie soundtrack Would keep me awake One of the LA only uh, Musical movies That won best picture At the Oscars Because it was a wow. good one Yeah It was a good you one You get that fact For free kids Yeah because as we know La La Land didn't win no. <laughs> <laughs> Never <so>. forget <laughs> Gladiator Like I'm sorry We'll get into that later no, I know won't. I love Pasek and Paul But pick up the pace yeah. kids um, so as we obviously have alluded to, there was a murder. Um, and on May 1st of 1990, granted, they've only been married for like less than a year. This yeah. happens like seven months into their Truly marriage. Um, yeah. Pamela came home to her condo and it was a mess, and her husband Greg was dun 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 murdered. So police initially say that the crime scene looked like a disrupted burglar. Fuck, what is it? A Burg- burglary. Burglary. <laughs> this is a new development of my life that I can't say the word burglary. Burglary. Yeah, there you go. Burglary. Um, look like a disrupted burglary. Just say first. it was an armed robbery. You're good at that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it was an armed robbery. Uh, disrupted. <laughs> I think I just have to say it like burglary at first. <laughs> Very so, Christine Baranski. Thank you so much. Oh, I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, but so as the investigation proceeded, actually, Pama, uh, Pamela was in a frenzied state and her mother, Linder. 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 <laughs> this is what happens at 10 a.m. Actually, I've had a half of a banana. Also, you no have a coffee. hat on and it's 80, like 8,800 <laughs> degrees in here. is the hairdo. I don't know how many times oh, I have to tell man. you guys that in the winter, the beanie is the hairdo. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry about this, everybody. Please just... Continue to go on loving me in spite of my faults. In spite of my faults, whatever the saying is. Um, basically, Pamela was very distraught. Pamela was having a really hard time. So her mom debated whether or not to put her in, like, an, uh, to institutionalize her mm-hmm. to kind of get some help. But then her mom ultimately thought that she could take care of her better, which she yeah, which later, apparently she yeah, regrets now. Later on, yeah. she's like, oh, yeah, now I see what I did wrong there. Whoops. Um, Two months after the murder, the case kind of blew wide open when Billy and his classmates kind of confessed to being part of this murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy actually committed the murder, and he had a couple friends that were helping him. He had Pete Randall, J.R. Latime, or Latime, yeah. Latime um, and Raymond Flower, um, which all sound like '80s names. <laughs> this, you know, this sounds like an last '80s murder. Flower, I think so. Oh my or gosh. It, it's very is it much Fowler and Breakfast Club. Oh. 
It could be fallow could or, be flower. or flower. Listen, like we said, we will tell you most of the facts. But and also, if you, if you follow me on Instagram, <laughs> you know this outline was done at a dog cafe, and there were three chihuahuas and a dog oh, next to so me. So you can't be so blamed. Who knows, guys? Yes. So cute. You might hear "good boy" written out, and they're not good boys. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> they're not good boys. Okay, so Pete, Jr., and Raymond, um, with the help of Billy, committed this murder. She actually allegedly threatened to stop having sex with Billy unless he killed her husband, which is, you know, according to Billy. So this is Billy's mm-hmm. testimony that he was like. We were having sex And she Blah 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 Yeah and he was basically Saying that she was like You know Can't do this If I have a husband yeah. You gotta kind of mm-hmm. Get him out of the picture Yeah If you want me to she be like that. Yeah. yeah she was kind of Saying that I mean she'll later Go on to say like Oh he took that To mean something else But Come you know on. you're But here's the thing too That like he, She was 21 He was 16 Like they're both I feel like still Kind of like Crazy and impressionable Yeah um, so I mean Both of them Should have been It's just so weird Cause like Okay yeah. he had a one night stand So you're gonna have A prolonged affair With a teenager A teenager that you're this Advising in a Counseling program I know This like does not add up And it's so sketch And also why was she Even friends with a 15 year old In the first place I think cause she I, was That's yeah. hella suspect well, you yeah. know what I feel like it's that Like cool camp counselor thing It's like It's like hey I'm your guidance counselor but like you know I'm not a regular mom I'm a cool one you I know I know yeah. but I, let me I look, do think around. that's incredibly sketch yeah. no it actually if yeah. you're hired to be a person that's supposed to be like treating like to, to be kind of like a leader in this self it's like a self esteem thing program. Yeah. like I mean but I mean was she giving him self esteem I mean I yeah, you <laughs> could argue that yes <laughs> see so there's two sides to every story okay. um, <laughs> you're welcome everybody look out for my de- 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 debut album called Burglary <laughs> it'll be your second album <laughs> Burglary. Yes, you're right. <laughs> but this one will be beautiful singing, obviously. Um, so she threatens to stop having sex with Billy. Billy freaks out, I guess. And um, during the investigation, JR's father had bought a pistol uh, or brought a pistol that he found in the house to the police, believing that it might have been the murder weapon. These idiots! So these people oh are throwing God. each other under the bus. Yeah, like, like well, I, think, two I think one of their parents had a shotgun and they were like, no, it's too messy. And then one of them, their coworker, had a gun and they were trying to like facilitate some situation in which the coworker would like bring the gun to work, leave it in the car, and then they would break in the car and steal the gun. And like use they were that. Tra- that yeah. like, a, they were talking a, like this was like a snowball effect. Everyone's like, okay, how are we going to kill and this And then man the one guy's like, no, yeah. I'll just take my dad's gun. No one will trace that back. Yeah. You, yeah. And I'll just leave it always use your own out. gun. Yeah. And then just you put your hands on You always just over. buy like a gun off the black market. You buy a obviously. burner gun. A yeah. burner gun, yeah. Like a Nokia. Sprint, a we sprint all know, mobile gun. Yeah. <laughs> and we all know how easy it is to buy a damn gun in this country. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this was the 80s too. So I think that they were just giving away at fireworks stands. You know? It was like bazooka like, bubble gum. It was a bazooka with bazooka bubble gum. They were yeah. just like, you know what? Yeah, both are 25 cents. <laughs> Whatever you I want. I get one free. Um, so the boys say that JR bought some bullets with money and they claim that the money was given to them by Miss Pamela Smart. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy says that he shot Greg in the head while Randall held a knife in front of the victim's face. So mm-hmm. it's a little here, look at this knife while I shoot you. Which is like, just shoot him. You know, why Why even think that Because I think the one guy was going to stab him, but then he got too scared. Yeah. Really? Am I, yeah. like, not my favorite part, but it's my, Pete just waited in the car. <laughs> oh, yeah, the car guy. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think, listen, if I was to be part of a murder, be, I think I'd be the, yeah. Well, because I'd like, I don't think I actually want to be part be of it. Yeah, I don't want to have yeah. to deal with that trauma. I think I'd be like, let me just put the, let me get the heater yeah. on. Oh, and, yeah, the you car warmer for the everybody. I would make like a just murdered somebody playlist. <laughs> yeah. And the first song would be, I don't know what would the Love first song be. It's now. like Ja Rule being like murder. Or yeah. it, like, it or, wasn't me. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't me. Oh, so. yeah. That actually should be in like a freeform movie. I love Disney. that. Yeah, where somebody's just going on a murder spree, yeah. and then, and then every time they get questions, it's like, "Ooh, it wasn't me." Love um, it. So on May fourteenth, nineteen ninety, an anonymous tip to the police that Cecilia Pierce was where 
of the plan. So somebody told the police, because Cecilia kind of was the one that kind of went in and was like, some shit's going mm-hmm. on. Because um, she was also a sophomore. But again, she was really good friends with Pamela Smart. Yeah. So um, the police decide that they're going to bug her. They're going to bug Cecilia Smart. And they're going to be like, go talk to Pamela, see if she says anything. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, Pamela says everything. everything. She doesn't necessarily say like, yes, I did this. But she's like, I need you to lie to the cops for me. Yeah. Like, this is what's how it's going to well, go down. Was, I need yeah, you to I fuck up. I was like, you I don't, what, I had my what the, yeah, she was like, um, what would me going to prison do? Yeah, she said something to that <laughs> yeah, effect. She's yeah, like, she's like, it wouldn't even help. Like, yeah, oh, she says the slammer. I think yeah, she the literally slammer. says the slammer. The she's slammer. like, hey, what good would it do if I went to the slammer? But she was essentially asking Cecilia mm-hmm. to lie. And yep. of course, the cops hear that and are like, okay, this lady is definitely um, guilty. And so on August 1st, uh, 1990, Detective Daniel Pelletier entered Pamela's office unannounced, but she was like, I know who you are because I guess it's a cop and it's a small town. And so she was like, Hey, what's up? Well, she probably talked to him before because yeah. it's like, Hey, we're solving your husband's murder. Yeah, I know right. they talked yeah. to, like, five separate times, like throughout yeah. the case. To okay. Yeah. yeah. So they were, they knew each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess he kind of walked in and she was like, Hey, what's up? And he's like, well, I have good news and I have bad news. Ooh. This is when this is like actually a movie. This is, when, I know. Yeah, this is when you can't actually write this. Yeah. Um, so he walks in and he's like, I have good news and I have bad news. And she's like, okay, what's up? He's like, well, the good news is we solved your husband's murder. The bad news is you're under arrest. Yes, oh. boom. Dick Wolf, executive I mean, producer. Okay, yeah, Lucas seriously. Hedges <laughs> acting in that role. Yeah, yes. Lucas Hedges in every role. Um, but so she was handcuffed and arraigned at the Derry District Court and jailed in the New Hampshire State Prison for women. Oof. But yes, what a dramatic thing to kind of go in and be like, <laughs> love well, it. It's very insane, yeah. I'm kind of into so it. So then good. the trial starts. And from the beginning, it was extremely like kind of, with all the story parts of this, like the yeah. media attention was insane. Um, not only because it was this alleged, like everyone was calling her like a teacher at the school, having an affair with a student, and then the student kills the true. husband type of thing. It's not true. That's what the media was portraying it as. And then also the fact that she'd be facing life in prison if convicted for this mm-hmm. murder. Right. So um, Washington Post said it without that, parole. Without parole. Yep. So uh, Washington Post said it was considered the first gavel to gavel broadcast of a murder trial in U.S. history because this was before OJ. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like, Court TV aired it, and even local television stations in uh, New Hampshire, like, aired it in lieu of daytime soap operas. Like, that's how much people deal, were obsessed with the storyline. Well, it's a soap opera. Yeah, it, truly, yeah, it is its own like, soap opera. you know opera. it's real when your mom's like, I don't need Days of Our Lives. I need to see Pamela Smart. Like, yeah. that is, yeah. Yeah. Well, there was also the whole thing that, like, she wore bows in court. And, yeah. like, people were kind of... Because she was very she stoic, She was, like, well-dressed. Yeah. She was, yeah, she didn't cry. She was very stoic. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, and then it was, like, these teenagers with mullets. I mean, I think people were just yeah, captivated by the characters. Yeah, mullets. And also, Because yeah. like, yeah. then you get out of jail, and it's like, you don't know that mullets aren't cool anymore. <laughs> well, Billie Eilish is wearing a mullet now, so they're back. I mean... I mean... <laughs> so, the, <laughs> I don't even have enough words. I yeah. mean, she doesn't either. But uh, here's one... Uh, Duh. <laughs> Duh. The so the prosecution's case relied heavily on testimony from the teenage co-conspirators, obviously, and before they secured their own plea bargains before the trial began. So right. it was sort of already setting up like a slam dunk to yep. get Pamela yeah. the brute of everything. So oral arguments began on March fourth, nineteen ninety one, and Assistant Attorney General Diane Nicolosi portrayed the teenagers as like naive victims of an evil woman bent on murder. Bent on murder. That was like her kind of like, (laughs) (laughs) they were also like billing it as like, Billy was like this virgin. Yeah. Like they were like, Oh, this is the first person. Obviously his judgment was clouded, but then didn't something come out later where they found evidence that he had had sex with somebody else before. I don't think that fucking matters. Like it doesn't matter. He's still dickmatized. Like he's having like, yeah, too much. But I mean, they they were trying to, yeah, paint her to be this, like these innocent. Yeah. And I mean, with all the cards, they were painting her as like this, 
femme fatale kind of. Yes. And yes. even if she has, like, even if he's had sex before, like, I don't think that really factors into it. Like, the she's this she older was, person, like, yeah. exerting this power over him. I don't think that matters to yeah. me. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the prosecution, yeah, so kind of with that, she was, they said that she was just this cold-blooded mastermind who was controlling the young lover. And um, so this is also when it gets a little interesting, too, with the case. So obviously we see that this was already very much seeming to be not going in Pamela's favor. But on top of that, the jury wasn't sequestered until the second day of deliberations. Yeah. And then one... They did some really uh, fucking shady shit yeah. with this Well, thing. they also... They tried to get a change of venue because they were like, everyone in this town knows this woman. It's yeah. a small town in New Hampshire. Yeah. They said no. They tried to also like do something else because of like they tried to argue the trial was unfair because of the media coverage and the judge was like too bad because mm-hmm. that wasn't really a th- like yeah thing at this time either. and then on top of this you have like the jury shit yeah and the juror was i kind of love this a juror was going home at night and putting on a tape recorder her thoughts about it and i kind of think that that was the original podcast oh she my went god home, of course hey guys, we're, like podcast. we're sponsored by tab this episode it's an amazing <laughs> energy drink <Yeah. laughs> and also tab like, and ephedrine yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Crystal Pepsi. Was that, no, that might have been later. Oh, uh, it's been the 80s, 90s. That yeah. would have been later. And a couple years ago when they tried to bring it back for like mm-hmm. a month. But oh, then yeah. also like the boys could watch each other. Yeah. So they were in cells, I think, next to each other and they could all like talk. They, they were also, and they were in the same like, in ha- the like they were able room. to like hang out when they weren't at court like all together. And yeah. then they got to watch oh my the God. testimonies. They got to watch each other's testimonies, and which is like so not so okay. Because then also they can see what every question one person's being asked. So like, okay, right. we'll just keep that story going because we all yeah. have pre bargains. It's so messed. Like they really... Uh, yeah, they really did some yeah. really shady shit with so this So then um, the assistant attorney general was claiming that Pamela seduced Billy to get him to murder her husband in efforts to both avoid an expensive divorce and receive his life insurance policy of $140,000. Again, don't get life a life insurance, insurance I know. policy. Like, just don't do but it. But also, if you're going to murder someone, like, do a better job. Be less suspicious. True. I don't know what you want me to don't say. Get a, don't make a 16-year-old do it. Yeah, don't yeah. have somebody who's you've swapped yeah. DNA Don't get with someone who'd be on TikTok to do it. You know True. what I mean? Um, so Pamela acknowledged the affair with a teenager in her testimony because obviously it happened, uh, but claimed that the murder of her husband was solely because she told Billy that she wanted to end their relationship and go repair her marriage. Mm-hmm. Sure, Jan. So she, yeah, right, exactly. She's kind of framing it like, no. Um, she said that she didn't participate in the murder plot or had any knowledge of it happening. And then, um, although Billy said that he fell in love with Pamela, Cecilia, this girl who comes in all the time, testified that the two were just friends. And, friends with benefits, I guess. Mm-hmm. And interesting, did you guys see, during this, Cecilia sold movie rights for this. Of course yeah, she did. What yeah, what a shady... What, and but also was, at 16, I'm jealous. What, and right. also, but like, she obviously... How did you know what you wanted to do that, so Did early? she sell the rights and was that what the Nicole Kidman movie was? No, or no? I don't no, think so. Because um, I think that was based off of a book that was kind of like this, but Cecilia yeah. got like short-ended by the deal because she was a 16-year-old telling a deal. She got like 10 grand of this movie, of like these rights that were worth like hundreds and thousands of dollars. Wow. That's insane. Um, now she's like a nurse, I think in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. So um, I tried to do, I tried to get some more info on her. Oh, nice. Um, so Cecilia noticed the, uh, that there was a change in February and that was when Pamela confessed that she was in love with Billy. Wait, okay. I'm confused. So Cecilia, so Cecilia was like, Oh no, they were just friends. At first they were just, they friends. were just friends. Yeah, we're During the friends. trial, she said they were just friends. Yeah. So, oh, well, cause like her testimony was like, Oh, when I was in the peer program, with Pamela him. and Billy okay. were just friends. Yeah. But then Pamela came up to me, Cecilia, okay, yeah, and yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. I'm in, love, I'm with in love with Billy. I need yeah. to be with Billy type of situation. So kind of right, okay. egging on the fact that like Pamela was this like 
woman like obsessed with Billy who hated her husband who would do anything to like be with him type of thing. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. So then and that's when Billy also testified that he was a virgin before having sex with Pamela. Jeez. I don't even know. <laughs> All right. I know. Um the trial lasted 14 days. After that, it culminated on March 22nd, 1991 in Rockingham County Superior Court. Pamela was found guilty of being an accomplice to first-degree murder, conspiracy to commit murder, and witness tampering. Yikes. Um, That one came from her trying to coerce Cecilia into not saying anything to the authorities or lie to them. Not a good look. Um, So as we mentioned, basically they convicted her in part, I mean, a large part because of this testimony from all the other kids. There were also these secretly taped conversations in which she appeared to contradict her claims of wanting to reconcile with Greg and having no knowledge of the boy's plot. Um, I think the weird thing is, like, there is this, like, tape that the quality is apparently really bad. Mm. And, like, basically... She tried to argue in court that like, oh, no, she's not saying that. But like the transcription is wrong, but we don't have the money to get our own person to do a transcription. So like the whole thing is just sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The prosecution decided not to charge her with capital murder. um, So she was given a mandatory life sentence in prison without the possibility of of parole. I think that's because in New Hampshire, they don't if you get a life sentence, you are automatically not eligible for parole. Mm. That's yeah. what I was listening to on the Generation Y podcast. Um, but Pamela is like, she's still convinced that the whole fake family, media yeah. influenced her trial and conviction. And yeah. she's basically still claiming that she had no knowledge of this plot, that, that Billy just took her comments the wrong yeah. way. And like, come the fuck and on. And then also, because that's why, because I know like a lot, she's doing all these interviews to try and get out of prison, but she's still not saying she's like, I'm not going to agree to, I'm not going to admit to a murder that I don't think I did. Right. I'm just like, all right, bitch. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of a interesting uh, question too, because her also thing, because she was 22 or 23, I think. Oh, yeah. She has an interesting argument. She's using a science argument. A science argument. So she's saying that um, if you are convicted of a crime under the age of 25 or so, that you should never be given a life sentence or without parole because because she feels like like your brain isn't fully formed. Mm -hmm. What do you feel about that? I mean, sure. I I just think it's like she knows that the easiest path, easiest path is to just like accept responsibility Mm -hmm. and she just won't do it. So like, I don't know. I'm just like, all right, you can use all these science arguments, but if you would just admit it. I mean, yeah, I think they would have more like leniency. Yeah, because that's what they're just looking for justice of this. Yeah, they're like, you're just not accepting your actions and accepting responsibility. And like, if you would do that, because I know that would be chill. A major thing that they want for people to be given parole. They want to see that you learn something from this and are accepting responsibilities and realize like the gravity of your actions. And they're not feeling that she's doing that because she's kind of just like, I don't like I had no knowledge of it. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I mean, she, she apparently sh- even like she they had like this whole plot. She apparently left the cellar door. Oh, yeah, unlocked. she left it open. Oh, that's when they got like, a little. So yeah. they would get in. Like she told them to like ransack and make it look like a burglary. She yeah. apparently was going to pay them five hundred dollars and she was going to let them take anything they wanted from the house. I mean, so it's like, all also, right. like what do you have in a house? Those are, yeah, I mean, but those are some details that like don't seem like. Yeah, that made up. You yeah, know, because right. like, why would like these kids make up? They were. She was gonna let me take her like, like a track. You know what I mean? Like yeah. That's yeah. Not, yeah. And that's also when they cops got when the cops got there, it did look like a, a ransack. So they grabbed. Right. And yeah. also, they apparently tried to do it before, but then Greg was already like inside the house, so they like. 
they were like too scared and they were like, all right, we'll do this some other time. Yeah, I, I do say I think that regardless. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think she was part of it and all this stuff. But like the whole without parole thing and then they moved her to like this really heavy duty yes. prison as well. Yeah, they moved her from New Hampshire yeah. to New York. There was actually one jury member that uh, said, I think in the long run, she's like, if I would have known it would have been life without parole, like I would have hung the jury. I, she's yeah. like, I would have not. Because that's, I mean, it's pretty intense to put someone away at 21. I, I mean, I get, I get it. It's pretty intense to also murder somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone to get murdered. someone murdered just because you want to fuck a teenager. Jesus exactly. Christ. Yeah, yeah. Well, truly. she already fucked him. So it's not like she wanted to continue. Well, she did want to continue. Yeah. yeah. And like, if there's, if you guys don't have that much stuff, the divorce doesn't have to be expensive. Right. Maybe they did have some stuff. That's Maybe they had a, a huge VHS collection. That's true. They <laughs> had the Beanie all, Babies. I was like, was Frasier the they had They had the unreleased tapes of Frasier that didn't air yet. Oh my God. <laughs> So um, this is kind of what went down with all the boys. Um, <laughs> in two- <laughs> sorry, our notes say in two thousand nine hundred and ninety-two. I'm gonna without parole. <laughs> that was the I, dog. Yeah, I'm gonna say that this is a that um, was Sparkle, the dog next to me, who <laughs> rolled on the ground and then peed, and I was like, <laughs> "Dogs be peeing." Oh god. Um, so in 1992, Billy Flynn was sentenced to life in prison for second-degree murder and is not eligible per, for was not eligible for parole for 40 years, um, with a 12-year minimum sentence deferred if he maintains good behavior. So he was incarcerated at Maine State Prison where he earned his GED and has been active in charity work. Uh, in 2007, he sought a sentence reduction after serving 16 years, stating that he had vowed not to do so until he spent as many years behind bars as he spent free. I what mean, a guy. I was, I was like, I feel like that was a very respectful thing. Yeah. For right. a murderer. <laughs> for a murderer. I think it's weird logic, but but yeah, I mean, like... It's, it, it's very much like infinity tattoo on the wrist logic where he's like, yeah. okay, the moons have now turned. Yeah. yeah. But clearly you <laughs> see that this kid feels guilty. This kid yeah. feels guilty. Exactly. I mean, he's even like spoken to the, he always like has done like apologies to the yeah. smart family and he, all that stuff. Yeah. Apparently, according to one account that I heard on this podcast, before he killed the guy, he said something like, God forgive me. Oh. But I don't know. Oh, Billy Flynn. The gun, the gun, the gun, the gun. Um, so he, yeah, so he also apologized so to Greg's family. Um, they opposed the request as, you know. I mean, come on. What do you logic. want to say? It's all good. It's, it's like, not like Ariana Grande. Yeah. Not gonna be like, I'm so fucking grateful for my <laughs> ex-murderer. Yeah, right? Yeah. No, it's definitely not that. Um, but anyway, his request was denied in 2008, but his earlier parole eligibility date was reduced by three years to 25 years, um, which made him eligible in 2015. In July 2014, he moved to a minimum security facility, which allowed him to participate in a work release program, and he was ultimately granted parole by the state parole board on March 12, 2015, and was released from prison with a lifetime parole uh, on June 4, 2015. So a few days past the anniversary of Greg Smart's death. Mm. They always got to add that. They, you know? always, they even always got to be like, like even it was 29 days yeah, after yeah. the right. death. It 62 was, days. Right. It was <laughs> under the same zodiac sign of the death. <laughs> it was on you the know. same continent. It was, it was the same year if you mix up the numbers and <laughs> yeah. read it backwards. It was the, the Denver same airport. year that the Winchell's Donut House opened in <laughs> Greg's hometown. It's like, okay, <laughs> relax. Um, Patrick, his friend Patrick was sentenced for second degree murder and eligible for parole after 40 years with 12 years deferred he served in the same prison as billy and was eligible for release also he had that same 25 year deal and he was granted parole uh on april 9th 2015 and was released the same day as billy oh, two for one. I, know, I yeah. wonder like did they like talk after or do you think they were just like i don't have no idea yeah. you don't know yeah uh vance was sentenced for being an accomplice to second degree murder eligible for parole after 30 years with a 12 12- 
with 12 years suspended. In 2005, 2005, he, his sentence was reduced by three years and he was paroled that same year. So he got out in 2005. Which one was Vance again? I think that's JR. JR. Because yeah. JR is his nickname. Vance. Yeah. Oh, how? Yeah. Okay. I think because it's like his how middle name. It track? was like his like middle name. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So 80s to be like, my name's Vance. My name's Vance. All right. Um, and then Raymond, uh, who waited in the car, that was the car guy, uh, was sentenced to 30 years for conspiracy to murder and attempted bur- burglary and was eligible for parole after 15 years. Okay, I changed my answer. If I'm still going to get sentenced to 30 years, like, I want to actually do something, I think. That's actually... Mm. 30 years in jail because you waited in a car? Oh, man, that's Oh, you mean you're rough. saying you now you want to be, you want to pull the trigger? <laughs> I'm doing something. I got to be more involved than this. You want to take that eight track? Eight track? Eight track? Yep. I would just be Cecilia being like, hey guys, this is what I know. Yeah, right? I'll just, sell the movie I, rights. Yeah. She's like selling the movie rights being like, no, tell me everything. Then I going to the cops, yeah. you would know. She was very much like uh, Regina George on, yes, the, on, on the, the phone. On the three-way like, call attack. No. Uh, are you <laughs> so mad at Gretchen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, Pamela, are you mad like your husband's dead? She's like, no, I'm happy. Oh, really? Okay. Are you so mad at Billy Flynn for killing your husband? <laughs> yeah, that would be your role. Yeah, I, mean, I would drive. Cecilia, call me. Cecilia, you're breaking my heart. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but anyway, Raymond was also released in 2005. So two boys were out. The two like less involved guys were out in 2005. And the two... Um, More invested. Like, yeah, the knife and the gun were in there till 2015. Mm-hmm. So Pamela, you know, her argument is that she's the only one still in jail for this. But mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. And she didn't actually... I mean, even if she was behind it, she didn't, she didn't actually... Right. Yeah. And that. she's currently serving her life sentence at the Maximum Security Bedford Hills Correctional Facility for Women in West Chester County, New York, which is literally creepy because um, when we were out at drinks, my phone was like, there's a strange login from your Instagram in Bedford, New York. And I was like, what? I'm not even making that up. Uh, Pamela, I'm on to you. Pam, she's like, I learned how to code and hack now. And here's the thing. Yeah, this uh, what I was so interesting when you when you read it like in words like this woman has been in prison like she hasn't even seen the internet i know they saw she doesn't that. know she doesn't know, know what it is it. Yeah. she doesn't know what the internet like she's never had internet yeah wow. so it probably Could you wasn't her not having google <laughs> i know she um, would just google like how to get out of prison yeah <laughs> watch escape at danamora she'd be like on tiktok like trying to find her next victim um <laughs> no <laughs> yes sarah one is enough <laughs> you think um <laughs> she was transferred to this bedford hills correctional facility in 1993 from new hampshire at the time new hampshire officials said the transfer was for unspecified security reasons Mom. um that seems sketch in 2007 a senior assistant at the state attorney general's office said it was because of discipline problems she did receive 22 disciplinary reports, which seems like a lot. I don't know. Haven't been in prison. Yeah. But <laughs> that's what I, <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, a majority of them were for minor offenses. Um, yeah, I think all but two were just like very minor, like, yeah. oh, you were late to something type of thing. Okay. Like yeah. um, later, the deputy compact administrator, Denise Heath, said it was basically just because at the time she was too high profile for their little New Hampshire prison <laughs> because somebody could try and break her out. And apparently she gets like letters, marriage proposals, yeah. people calling yeah. her hot. So and, I And then also it. like death threats. And like, yeah. So it's a, yeah. a mix. You got a good it's mix. kind of like our reviews on... Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Our reviews are very much like a, a prison a bag. Yeah. <laughs> some people love us. Some people yeah. think we're dumb. Is that, call us hot. Yeah, I love that. Uh, call yeah. us hot. Call yeah. us hot. Propose marriage. We're down. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm into that. Um, or death threats. Or, but like nothing in between. Well, nothing. only Casey will read the death threats and then she'll just tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like somebody named but Egghead5559. Egghead. But don't you Duluth, dare threaten Hillary Duff. That is what we stand for. Yes. On. That's what we stand for. Um, so Pamela kind of has a different theory. She thinks that they moved her to make it purposely more difficult for her family and her lawyers to visit mm-hmm. and i guess her family was never even informed that she was transferred which is ins- I, you would think they would have to do paperwork i know i feel like i've read that shit happening it, it just happens a lot in hospitals too like sometimes people there's like a changing of shifts and sometimes they get uh, the, they get the space in the middle of the night so they just will move somebody without like and this person will be like yeah mm-hmm. we'll tell you but then the next person comes on shift. yeah they don't again because my thing nobody knows how to do yeah and like prisons exactly. are all yeah. like bureaucracy i feel yeah. like, in like prisons and hospitals like, are actually very if you're transferring people they're very they they drop the ball they're basically a lot. The it's same. like postmates they're like they're like am i getting my taco bell or not yeah yeah, yeah. and it won't have extra cheese never no um why yeah no the cheese um while in prison pamela completed a master's degree in literature she's, and legal studies kind of killing it in and tutored other inmates apparently she'd right. also had another master's somewhere yeah, yeah she's, she's like, in like been, relig- that's the thing that's why i'm like she's really smart i don't she's believe been doing all this stuff in yeah. there. she's literally called she pamela o- smart <laughs> well yeah also she always was like very intelligent in school yeah. like i think she was doing really well at college like i don't know i just i don't believe that she was like had no idea what was going on um apparently she's a member of the national organization for women which is great campaigning campaigning for rights uh of women in prison she has a lot of like major notable feminists and women oh yeah yes. gloria steinem is yeah. like yeah. championing yeah. her um Evensler. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah she's got a lot of feminists in her corner that say that think it's a very sexist thing that the boys were released and that she wasn't she, and yeah. that she's just being treated differently because she's a woman and i mean you know. i don't disagree i mean i think like the whole portrayal of her was like dramatic i do think yeah i do think in, a, in an age when the media wasn't as present mm-hmm. as it is now yeah. they did paint her as school teacher and you know yeah all these movies kind of like all these Nicole things yeah. yeah so she says i did you read that thing where she was like i was in prison oh, and she's like yeah. i went to go sit down for a movie night as we do and we never know the movies and all of a sudden the opening credits start and it starts and it's to die for the movie it's a movie with nicole loosely kidman where she loosely but based i don't i feel like her. she didn't do you think she knew about that movie until it started playing no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. She, she was watching, watching and all of a sudden like, she oh my was God, pissed. This is fucking she was me. like, this is my story. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. And it's not even like the true, yeah. It's, it's Nicole Kidman and a young Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so check it out it if you're interested. It is for. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's uh, filmed mockumentary style. So it's like yeah. a, it's kind of like a... It's pretty good. interesting. Was a, was, a, was a, yeah, a new and different thing yeah. for that time. Now I kind of want to watch it. Yeah. We should. We have a family movie night. We should. Okay. The one interesting thing is that she apparently keeps track of Billy because, quote, he's one of the few people that could get me out of here by coming forward and telling the truth, but he's never going to do that, end quote. No, he's uh, out of prison. Yeah, he's... Why would he ever think yeah, about Yeah, he's not he's looking back, lady. He's his life, yeah. Because <laughs> it's been like 40 or 30-ish years now, so he's... Yeah. God, I, I think about... Because even, you you know, you think about like the, the West Memphis 3 that were released. Like, when you spend most of your life in... Like, when you come out, like... How, what a shock with how what? fast we've changed as a society and all that stuff. Like, could you imagine adjusting back to real life after being... I, know. I would no. just move to a beach town and, like, drink coffee and stare at the ocean for the rest of my life, I feel like. Because I wouldn't know how to do... I wouldn't, like... I'm not going to learn... She's 52 now. I'm not going to try to learn what Twitter is. <laughs> like... I know. <laughs> Even trying to explain to my parents who've been in society. My mom, yeah. cause. My mom emailed me last week a forwarded email saying how do i subscribe to this and i was like it's an email you don't you just Mom. <laughs> you have it if you, you have, have it, it you're on the list <laughs> you, you, congrats if you that's did how it. emails if work you know, yeah you know. oh my god <laughs> if they send it to you in the first place 
you on the list and you're like that's I think hilarious you from yeah this. i think that's just a scam but yeah but like how crazy i mean and obviously these guys did commit the crime but i remember reading something about the west memphis three and they mm-hmm. were saying like we literally had to learn how to walk without the things on our feet like they were just so used to always being like kind of like what things uh like shackles. oh the yeah, ankle yeah, like the ankle, okay like, yeah, yeah. yeah shackles yeah um, wow. but how wild like yeah it's just you have to adjust to a whole other society and i know too oh. she's been uh crazy very vocal too with a lot of issues that she's had in prison so from the get-go in 1996 she was severely beaten by two inmates and then yeah. her eye socket was even fractured Ow. and this was apparently because they thought that the, uh the two inmates thought that pamela ratted on their affair to someone so mm. like their internal like prison affair yeah um so she had to have a plastic plate surgically implanted and lost feeling on the left side of her face mm-hmm. oh, and that no. happened in 1990 like four years right in. when she yeah. got yeah <laughs> Pretty early on. Yeah. So um, because of this beating, she still to this day is medicated for chronic pain. And her counselor, Dr. Eleanor Pam, says that she has many dark days and is just usually not in a good headspace because I know uh, she's even been quoted, Pamela, saying like, she's like, I need to get out. She's like, I'd rather them just give me the death penalty. She's like, I can't live I and die, die in, in prison. Here. I don't yeah. want to die in prison. And her mom, did you read the thing about her, her mom? Jogs, was who like, walks seven her mom miles walks a day to seven li- miles a day because she wants to stay alive long enough to see her daughter get out of prison. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, in 2003, photos of her in like little clothing, like kind of just in lingerie yeah. were published uh, to the National Enquirer. And um, she then filed a complaint and gets to prison and was placed in solitary confinement for two months because she filed a complaint. Uh, she then sued the prison, saying that they the photos were taken by a prison guard who raped her. But then they just dismissed that lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until the following year in 2004 that her and a fellow inmate, uh, Carolyn uh, Warmus sued officials at Bedford's Hill claiming uh, sexual harassment and sexual assault by the corrections officers who forced them to pose for those pictures and be, that were leaked. Yeah, he's dead now. He's dead, yeah. yeah. But wasn't the pictures, the pictures that he took, weren't they, they, the, they were based off of pictures that she had already taken for yeah. Greg. Yes, yeah. they were like yeah. the same. They were like the same things. So I think they, he but was able to sell them as like a side-by-side type of thing. Yeah, yeah it's choir. gross. Yeah. It's so really gross. In November 5th, 2009, uh, the district court judge approved like uh, about like a 24,000 judgment to her uh, where she is like received like 9,000 and the rest went to attorneys for paying for the fees. It's I mean, what do you do with $9,000 when you're in jail? Right, I don't get you know, cigarettes. I guess I, I, get cigarettes like, for ramen? Days. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't, do you guys, how do you feel about her? Do you feel like she should be released or I definitely, first of all, I think that she is responsible and just won't admit it because like, I, I kind of I kind of think that she thinks she's like smarter than all these other people. Yeah. And she can like almost like in a Ted Bunny, like she can outsmart this. It's clearly not working, lady. So I feel like she should just come clean. However, I don't think that she should be in prison like necessarily for life. I think right. she yeah. should get at least I the possibility for parole. parole and then being on like probation. And yeah. But I also think that it should be under this contingency that like plead guilty like just admit to something well, we'll, I know we'll I think figure out something to do because right now she's like haven't I haven't I suffered enough we're like that's not what but that's not how, what prison is and yeah. also it well, wasn't like I mean that's not like that's a, not what it's, it's intended not like a slap on the finger. to be like, you were you were bad like no you broke a law you committed a mur- you were a part yeah. of a murder do your time and admit that you were guilty for but that. I guess right. a lot of other murders do I mean a lot of other people that have this kind of like when they actually didn't do it and it was just kind of this thing it was the whole like mm-hmm. are probably don't get the same sentence as she i don't think what I do mean, you mean i mean i think that there's other people that have murdered people that don't get the life sentence 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, There's some I, well, people that, like, that get out of jail pretty quickly after I just, I certain I feel like crimes. her attitude probably played a role into the sentencing mm-hmm. because she, oh, absolutely. like, she's not apologizing. She's still saying, like, I had nothing to do with that. And it's like, oh, my God, come on. You have, like, four and people that's saying, saying that's that you did. Con- yeah. Uh, and also, saying where she has to admit it's and like then they'll give her a the deal. the other level of this is, like, I can't get over, like, they were 16. Like, even though she was, like, 21, 22. Like, that's, a, that's eight, like... Yeah, you're old enough to a not yeah have an affair with a high school minor yeah and then so like that on top of everything else I feel like she's not really she's kind of just being like oh I'm learning so much I'm growing into a new person but you have to you can't just like yeah nobody sweep the old you under the rug you have to address yeah, what you nobody did feels wrong. bad for her. there was no motive it wasn't like she was wrong like even her husband did have a one night stand okay that's that's unfortunate Should and that's be in a very that's very painful but nobody act like but her then having this kind of like. I think it was only like a few months long affair with this yeah, teenager. That's not a times. good yeah. retaliation plan. And I know she says a lot. She's like, I don't even know what I was doing. She's like, maybe if he hadn't had it for, I wouldn't have been in this place. But I think it's like, well, that's it, what it, she's it sounds saying. like she's if you like, fall in love with somebody, it's not because your husband had a one night affair. It's yeah. Because you and also then did. You I and then like she has someone. said that. She's like, oh, you know, sometimes I just wonder why, but now I know why. It's because I had that affair. It's like, no, because you commissioned your teenage lover to murder your husband. husband. Like, oh yeah. my God, just say it. So we all think that she definitely was part of this. Yeah, yeah. you don't I, I, think on, that there I was that whole like no. I said I just wanted to work it out and Billy got crazy. Oh, and the door happened to be unlocked and exactly. they happened to enter through that door. And also because okay. like that's what these kids want to like spend their time doing. Like no. Yeah, it's also like they were in like a self esteem court. Like so clearly they weren't like the most confident well, kids to just be like we're also going to commit a murder. Too, like she's like oh I didn't know he'd interpreted this way. You are hired by like this district you know to these monitor kids. kids. You know these kids are suspect like susceptible two things in general so I don't th- I even though I do lean towards her saying like I'm not going to be with you my husband's still alive like do what like type of thing and not just being like I want to end it to work on my husband even if she did say that which I don't believe she did mm-hmm. you know how he would take it like you know it would be a bad response from Billy for that yeah it's all it's it's it seems very obvious of what it is and it seems very obvious that if she was like okay I did now let's work out the deal there mm-hmm. yeah I don't know if I'm like ready to say it's a hundred percent sexism. I, to me, I'm just like I think that's kind of your own arrogance. Yeah, I think it. Well, I, I do agree. I think it was all. I do think the media was part of it. I yeah. think that it was where where the state where it was. Obviously, those are the laws. Yeah. But it's like I also wonder like if they transfer her to New York, then then are they? Is it under? Well, no. I guess if you're sentenced to life, you're just sentenced to life no matter where you yeah, go. Yeah, I think she's trying to basically get a pardon now. Yeah. That's what I read. I don't know. I think I think that she absolutely should, yeah, have the chance. I think. Yeah, that, I think I that's that's true. Court, I know yeah. that for her to at least, but then like because it's not like that she no, has to admit what she did. That's what I'm saying. It's not like they're bringing forth new evidence that say that yeah. this didn't happen. I think it just no. needs to be like, hey, I actually, I don't actually think she should be in life for in yeah. in prison for life. Well, for also because yeah. it doesn't. She doesn't strike me as a person who would commit something like this again no too. yeah so i it think was a very some of the coverage was like thing. yeah it was like overblown like i feel like they were trying to portray her as this like evil manipulative sociopath like i don't think that's true i think she was just like young and immature and like i don't know you know like i don't i don't yeah. think it's like that yeah. deep i think it was a dumb yeah i think it was a very immature dumb uh, like something based on some kind of weird oxytocin emotion and it was so stupid but i but it, it's not like I don't think she's going to come out and murder anybody again. No, exactly. Yeah, you, you think, know, I think yeah. she would I actually just probably, walk with her mom. She would probably do some 
could like work in feminism and probably yeah. actually help other women or do that what are Felicity imprisoned. Hoffman's doing now after serving 27 seconds and she's like I'm gonna bring cupcakes yeah she was like I feel that'll last for a month yeah she was like sitting in that prison I felt bad for those women that are in there for ever and she like, said that or she was just like she was she was saying that she like felt she after her time in prison she was realizing she's like wow they have it it's really hard in there and I want to try to help out we're like Okay. It's prison. It is prison. It's for crimes. And also the prison she went to, was it was nicer than all of our apartments probably. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. She went to Jeffrey Epstein's prison. She <laughs> <Yeah>. had <laughs> to sleep at home. Well, yeah. yeah. But yeah, okay. I, I think that she does deserve a little bit of a, let's look at this again. I let's feel like see she deserves a chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like she shouldn't be put, I mean, even though she's like pushing for it, she shouldn't be put to death for it. I know. No. Yeah. Well, she's not going to get. I don't think getting put to death is like an option. I think she was even just yeah, kind of saying for, that as hyperbole. As hyper, yeah. Um, I don't know actually. Uh, the Epstein special, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, just put these two yeah. guards to sleep. Give them yeah. some like online shopping and just yeah. leave me Tell alone them for two hours. Yeah. Like, Asos <laughs> has a bogo, and well, then she's good to go. Go. Yeah. Does Asos have a bogo? Oh right my now? god. Who knows? Maybe I'm going to Google it. Yeah. Maybe Dandy <laughs> just willed that into existence. Uh. See, now here's the thing. So, okay, so she didn't actually pull the trigger, but she did murder us, a spouse. Yeah, it's like, kind of crazy that she got a much harsher sentence yeah. than them when she didn't actually do it, the thing. because well, she was an adult, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. But so now Jodi Arias, she's, okay. she's life, right? Yeah. yeah. She and she actually, it, right? they went she's, back and forth on giving her the death penalty. That's right. So, yeah, that, yeah, no, yeah. so this bitch is not getting out. Right. Yeah. But see, now that one, I go, I get it. Yeah, you took pictures. Yeah. You were in his dead eye. You pulled the trigger. You or you sta- stabbed him. You um, stabbed him and shot him. Times, 20, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And took photos. Yeah, that yeah. one is a little bit more. That uh, one's different. Yeah, but like I don't feel the same about Pamela Smart. No. It, yeah, I know what you mean because I, I think that like the like Jodi Adams, her motive was very much I want to murder him right now, and I think Pamela's vibes major <laughs> right? <laughs> relatable big, content. Yeah, big Jodi energy. Um, and then uh, Pamela's kind of like, I, I regret so many of the choices I just made in my life in the past year. I just want like a restart. And yeah. instead of like divorcing your husband and moving to like a place to become a news anchor, you had an affair with teenagers and had them yeah. kill your husband. And so thought it's like, about that 140K. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 140K. I know. I hope I'm never in like a position where I'm like, murder is a good way out of my problems. Right. I just, I all I can do is hope. Uh, yeah. You never know what's Don't get happen. life insurance yep. and yeah, don't get, yeah. And just well, don't yeah, get what murdered. if you marry somebody and you guys have this huge life insurance policy and like you want to go to Barcelona? Oh. Mm, <laughs> I would probably just commit bank fraud first. Okay, there we go. Right? You baby eh. stuff. Yeah, you idiots. Yeah. Rob a bank. Don't I'm, murder somebody. No, like steal don't money out of somebody the for their life also, insurance. Back in the 80s, it was so much easier to rob a bank. I feel like you just walk There's in. There's no and the, camera. There's no yeah. cameras. There's no Venmo. Every All the cash is there. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I would just Venmo myself, steal the phone, Venmo myself a bunch of money, like log into his banking app, good transfer one. it to myself. But then your you, name would be on there. They would look at their phone and then they would look at their Venmo so account the and thing be like, is, who is this Sarah? I'm Carter. thinking like I would get caught either way. So I would yeah. just get caught for the lesser offense. Oh, okay. Driving the car. <laughs> Driving the so, car. Okay. Right, so right. I don't know. That, that Those are my thoughts. Yeah. Any other parting words or shows you guys have coming up? Well, there are some, there's some stay tuned for some exciting stuff from us i guess we yes can i know we keep saying it every but I like know. this time it's like we actually have like there's stuff yeah, stuff is going down 
Yeah, we got an we got an official. We're gonna commit an armed robbery. Huh. Yeah, we're, you guys we, are all invited. We're to gonna watch. pick one lucky listener to rob a bank with us. Um, so if you're in, send us a picture of a raccoon and a mask, and um, you know, and yeah, say it in the reviews. Yeah, say you would like to rob a bank with us. And then also, we know a lot of people have been sending us some new requests. We might have to do another like wait what update episodes of some cool stuff oh yeah. yeah there's a few documentaries coming out yeah. that people are, are that are already Royal, out people yeah. have been into started so. watching the devil next door that's Devil next door. watching some preppy murders the preppy murders uh, the preppy murders um uh, the devil next door is about the nazi right it is there's also I'm another like one coming through, out. i think is it, and it's good yeah it's good all right we have a lot to do yeah, we've also got to read uh or we got to do an, another documentary about Bikram yoga. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot oh, of shit yeah. coming out. I know. Also, that's going to be, I think, like a wild, wild country type situation. Well, yeah. But not, I don't and think as extreme. Because I just yeah. got into hot yoga. So like now. I love hot yoga. I uh, love it so much. And I your left. Your favorite is problematic. Well, I left Equinox because they're giving my, <laughs> apparently my eucalyptus towels were giving money to Trump. So then I go, sorry, whatever. And then, so then I go to a hot yoga place. And, and now it's I like, just find oh, out that. The founder of hot yoga so is a this predator. This is why I need, I would rather eat food and not gain weight so I don't yes. have to work out because everyone Just run place. outside. Sit. Oh. This is also why we can all do yoga in our living rooms. True. I know, well, now I live with a dog. It's a There's whole videos thing. everywhere. You have a dog? My roommate does. Um, what? How has this never come up? Downward dog. They're kind of part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they one, like invented it. It yeah. is cute. Her name is Scout. She's a sweetie. Oh Scout my god! Is such a dog. Wait, name. Scout is so cute. Why am I acting like I don't know who this dog is? I know this dog. Oh wait, yeah, you said yeah. Scout is the cutest. Guys, if you like Scout, let me know. She's uh, cute. I'll tell. I'll tell her owner, who's my roommate. And so I call. I consider myself to be like Scout's like uncle father figure yeah you're like the fun uncle yeah because i show up with like treats sometimes and she loves yeah, me like show up drunk and like lay no, on and the ground yeah. and i'm like hey, scout, how is this? Like, there exactly. was an armed robbery at club coming scout and she's like what <laughs> like, he's like get off me <laughs> we bought a victim five glasses of wine <laughs> <laughs> that would be that's why this we review crimes that have already happened and we're not trying to solve them ourselves because that was our mentality we're like yeah we'd be like mm, this is well, tough Rachel. Rachel, Rachel was like should we buy them more drinks yeah. <laughs> oh my god and I'm like damn she got manners <laughs> yeah, Ra- yeah Rachel's got manners yeah. and we were like we just like the way it looks but we were also like they're not saying no to any of these drinks no. they had so much they drank about a bottle while we were sitting and chatting with them truly impressive yeah and the pours were up to the brim brim pours a jersey pour you're not doing a brim pour no yeah love to see it get a smaller glass Mm-hmm. Like, don't give me a big ass glass and then give me one finger of wine. I'm not. That is thirty to life, no parole. <laughs> yeah, I paid good money to pick the cheapest yeah. one on this list, <laughs> right? And it's still nine dollars. I know yeah. it's uh. wrong, Casey. You're not performing at any casinos coming out. Oh, and my casino game, Mohegan Sun, had got canceled last week. Um, Bummer. But Jen Allen, who lives in Connecticut, but really wants to see you. I okay. Well, Jen Allen, yeah. we'll get there. But you know what I did do this weekend? Instead, I actually it was actually really fun that it did get canceled because we got to do our drinks. Oh yeah. Uh, I also got to go to BravoCon for a yes. minute. Oh, I was at yes. the Vanderpump party and I it cannot. was wild. Oh my that god, that is everything. It was. I just can't believe. Like, there's these people have been famous first of all for like seven years, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then all these people would just bought tickets to just like look at them and like say hi. Just, it was like a Vita. It looked like it was just like them like waving at, <laughs> from like from a, a balcony. A bo- yeah, from a yeah. balcony. It was. Um, it was. It was. That's but it was so fun. Insane. But oh. you know, what a time! What, what a time, time to be alive! 
There's yeah. a BravoCon. I know. I have um, like zero exciting news. I feel like we're going to Paris next week. That'll be fun. Hey, send me your itinerary. I'll just I will. I forgot like you guys Kay had fun. Really. She did more fun stuff. Yeah, than but I, did. I don't want to go to Disney. I'm like, what's the point? Well, she went yeah. to the. I saw on. Uh, she did. Yeah. She had that bar. That that bar where they drank out of baby bottles, though, which oh, I yeah. wish I would have seen. I think I've I've been there before, but I would go I again. Um, yeah. I'll tell you all about. Uh, I mean, obviously, go to Montmartre, and then yeah, that's where the baby bottle bar is. Oh, really? And then go to behind. There's a place called. Agile, which is from a play that I knew at Picasso. Steve Martin wrote this play. Oh, yeah. But that looked like it's just this little cabaret, and the show goes from 9 to 1 a.m. What's it called? Uh, the La Panagile. It's spelled L A P I N A G I L E. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just right over the hill after, like, kind of like the church and the touristy stuff. Okay. And in this beautiful, but it looked really fun because it looked like um, it, more like Paris. Like, you just go upstairs, and it's always like just local artists like singing cool. and, like that. and I think okay. it's one of those you can come and go whenever you please like you, and okay. it's cheaper than Moulin Rouge which wasn't worth yeah it. that Ooh. shit is like crazy you pay like a yeah. hundred euros for the nasty show and get yeah. one glass of champagne no I'm you like, get a nah. whole bottle that's you get a oh, bottle you get a bottle your ticket has a bottle so we had a bottle of champagne semi worth it okay yeah but yeah. I still would have rather paid $28 and just bought in a $6 glass of wine at yeah. the place oh but my god you know yeah what? I will say it was wor- It was like one of those things that you go and you see it and that you see how it works and then they start dancing and you're like I've made a mistake uh, like, why but they had some they had a, like one lady like like swimming with eels and they had at one oh. point like they have a couple tricks like they have the people on roller skates that like spin each other by their heads oh, but okay. then the actual like kind of dance part they're like lip syncing some songs and there's oh. just a lot of tits and it just it's 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 like it's very yeah. yeah it's very touristy but <laughs> bottle of champagne always makes everything yeah. better makes it interesting i will fun. tell you i left early because the thought of trying to get my bag in a crowd of a thousand i was like oh, oh i, I want to forget it get my why stuff. you had to check your bag Ugh. you have to check your bag Ugh. oh that's annoying Ugh. Super obnoxious, super oh, obnoxious. Right. But anyway, all right. Well, that's all that's I what I have to say. That Thank was a you. bonus app of Paris hacks. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot somebody, to sign off as usual. Somebody sent us a donut request for Paris, uh, a donut wreck for Paris, and I forgot oh, yeah? what it is. So if Ooh. you were the donut right. request person, send Sarah a, the wreck. Right. All right, we don't have any sign offs. I'm sorry, I forgot to check. I know there was um, Bino true crime all day and keep on DMing us because I love true crime our, I feel day, like we yeah. all take turns just like answering the DMs after like three glasses of wine on a oh yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. how about how about be smart don't murder anyone <laughs> yeah it happened <laughs> Betches